Voice of St. Louis original podcast. On this busy news day, welcome in to the STL All Local Podcast from the KMOX Newsroom. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story on this Tuesday, May 16th, with Kim Gardner's son and resignation and departure today. Who's in charge at the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office? Is it fair to say no one is in charge of the office right now? I wouldn't say that. So who's in charge? Who's running the office? Um, it's not our office. We're here to help as a transition team. If the, if the judge tells us that we can start charging cases, we'll start charging cases. What we're waiting to hear from the, the best I can say repeatedly is we're waiting to hear from the presiding judge and or the governor. The governor has a appointing power. He could appoint someone right now and then that might, might be your story. Yes, governor Parson has been preparing for Kim Gardner's June 1st resignation, but today's abrupt departure was not expected. And I will say this for the St. Louis area. There has been many, many people reached out and offered their assistance to help move this prosecutor's office forward. Governor Parson says naming an interim circuit attorney is not a political appointee. We know that there's probably close to a thousand class A's and class B felonies on the book. Those are going to be a priority from day one that we're going to go after some of the worst people in this town and we're going to try to do everything we can to take them off the streets. Parsons says today's resignation changes the scenario at least somewhat. We will advance that pick. Hopefully by this Friday, I'll be able to pick that person. In the meantime, we will ask the attorney generals to assist in the prosecutor's office, which is the right format to do that. Parson will continue interviewing candidates for the interim circuit attorney's job. Maria Kina, KMOX News. I'm Sean Michael Lyle. A coalition of six county prosecutors from around the region issued a joint statement today lending support to the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office after the resignation of Kim Gardner. The statement reads that they have, quote, pledged to work together in a collaborative effort to assist the governor's appointee in a regional effort to pitch in and provide expertise and legal advice in any manner we can. The regional advisory group is also willing to assist the interim prosecutor in any legal way, shape, or form as directed by the governor or attorney general. It is signed by the prosecutors of St. Louis, St. Charles, Jefferson, Lincoln, Franklin, and Warren counties. Meanwhile, Kim Gardner's sudden departure leaves unanswered one demand that the attorney general had made of her. Missouri's attorney general had demanded that Gardner quit immediately and promised not to run for circuit attorney here again. Deputy Attorney General Bill Corgan says she hasn't said anything about not running again. If she does get reelected, our concern will be, we'll be back at square one, that there's no indication that uh, she'll... Uh, perform her duties as she's supposed to. And Corrigan says with the Attorney General's lawsuit against Gardner likely now to be dismissed, there's no more leverage to demand that she make such a promise. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. A group of about a dozen Kim Gardner supporters rallied on the courthouse steps on the day she left office, led by spokesman Zaki Baruti. It is very unfortunate that what has occurred to uh, the St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner is really a reflection of a political lynching that stems from her progressive agenda for our community. St. Louis County Councilman Dennis Hancock believes it's best for everyone now that Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner has left office, but he's concerned about possibly County Prosecutor Wesley Bell providing some help in the interim, saying the city should reimburse the county for expenses. I heard on KMOX uh, earlier that uh, city controller talking about, you know, what great shape the uh, city's finances are in and the reserves are strong and 
uh, you know, we're, we're in a situation where we're looking at a $50 million deficit. Hancock is proposing the council require Bell to disclose details of any agreement to pitch in at the circuit attorney's office. The KMOX business desk. Mr. Altman, I think you grew up in St. Louis. If I'm I did. Not mistaken, it's great to see a fellow Missouri is a great place. Missourian here. It is. Thank you. I want, to, I want that noted, especially underlined in the record. Missouri is a great place. That is the takeaway from today's hearing. Senator Josh Hawley questioning OpenAI CEO and St. Louis native Sam Altman today before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Altman told lawmakers that GPT-4, the latest iteration of his company's chat GPT system, could have the potential to replace some jobs. As this technology advances, we understand that people are anxious about how it could change the way we live. We are too. But we believe that we can and must work together to identify and manage the potential downsides so that we can all enjoy the tremendous upsides. As the news continues on KMOX, Governor Mike Parson says Kim Gardner's departure today was unexpected, and KMOX's Maria Kina spoke with the governor. In the rest of the week, we will be doing most of the, some more of those interviews tomorrow and the days to come. But I will also tell you there has been an extremely talented pool of people have applied for this, uh, this position that I've been very pleasantly uh, appreciated that people have really come out to just try to make this a better place and to fight the crime that's going on in St. Louis. So I'm looking forward to that. We believe we'll have that in place. Hopefully by sometime Friday, we'll be able to make the announcement who that person is. Will Wesley Bell be part of that transition? We, we talked to Wesley Bell. Uh, we talked to a lot of local press prosecutors around here last week asking what services they would have to offer to help with us. And that's the conversation we had at the time. And then again, but we've reached out to, again, the attorney generals, the U.S. attorney. There's many people here in town that's willing to do that. I have not talked to Wesley Bell since that time. Kim Gardner resigned. No, as, about, governor, about as, go, as governor of this state, my job is to select the next person. That is the process that we go through. I'm not picking the next prosecutor that the people elected. People are going to have an opportunity to have that election. My job today is to appoint a prosecutor. Her life was threatened. Her life was threatened. Her life was threatened and you didn't do anything about it. Governor, thank you. The Wesley Bell, they held a press conference today at the circuit attorney's office. Some confusion down there about what's going to happen now because he was going to send in to help with the cases. What will happen with that? Yeah, I'm not aware of any of that. I mean, I've not been notified of any of that other than what I've read, what, what's on the media side of it. But the bottom line, there's a process I go through as governor to make sure we do this. Once she turned in that resignation, that triggered the events to go next, and that was to put somebody in place until we make that appointment. And that's the process we go through to do that. And that's really the legal process to do that. The application we have, I couldn't tell you whether Democrats or Republicans, that's not going to be a factor to me. So it's not going to be a political appointee, whether they're Republican or Democrat. It's about who I think will go in there and do the best job to right this ship in the city of St. Louis. And do they is the heart in the right place to really put St. Louis people first? And I think that's one of the things that we'll look at. Governor Parson tells KMOX he hopes to have the interim circuit attorney named by Friday. Maria Aquina. KMOX News. Thank you, Maria. Let's switch gears to a related topic. Tomorrow, the East-West Gateway Council of Governments holds a crime summit with the executives of eight area jurisdictions. East-West Executive Director Jim Wild with us now on KMOX. Thank you, Jim. Hi, thank you for having me. So what is uh, on the agenda? Any precise uh, crime-fighting methods or approaches or stuff you've seen in other cities? Uh, what are you going to be talking about? Yeah, so really the goal of the, the summit is to work toward developing a violence reduction strategy for the region. So we're bringing in um, a crime expert. His name is Thomas Act. 
He's with the uh, Violence Reduction Center of the University of Maryland. And um, we are working toward uh, building a case for uh, addressing violent crime from a regional level rather than jurisdiction by jurisdiction. I understand focus deterrence uh, is one of those tactics that's uh, going to be discussed. I think a lot of people are wondering um, if something new is going to come out of this or if uh, if what the, the follow-up might be, because, you know, I can remember almost uh, a decade ago, not quite, going to Kansas City with a contingent of St. Louisans to learn about their focus deterrence program. And this was two mayors ago. Um, so it, it, does it seem like the follow-through, the implementation on strategies might be where St. Louis has fallen short in the past? You know, I think uh, generally St. Louis falls short on that in some cases. We're we're good at planning, making no small plans, but following through gets a little difficult. And so the, uh, you know, one of my personal goals for, for this effort is that not just developing a violence reduction strategy, but following through with that. And I think we're at a point that the chief elected officials in the region are all uh, in agreement that we're going to have to do that. I'm not trying to speak for them. They, they all have their own jurisdictions and, and uh, causes they have to look out for. But I think as a region, we're at that point where we need to do something. And um, so this is, this is something that we're trying to do right now. Why is this discussion not open to not just the public, but the press, which is, of course, the proxy for the public. You can't get tens of thousands of people into the room, so reporters are there instead. Uh, But the program is closed for most of the day. Why is that? Well, we're trying to have a candid conversation. We're trying to make sure that the issues that are being talked about can be done in a way that um, isn't going to be influenced by the press being there and by others being there. So we want to have an open, honest, dialogue with the elected officials, um, with uh, police chiefs that are going to be there, and with um, other people that are working on prevention and intervention tactics. East-West Gateway Council of Governments uh, Executive Director uh, Jim Wild with us uh, talking about tomorrow's Crime Summit. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Calhoun. Stay up to date with twice daily updates on the Odyssey app. Just subscribe. 